Welcome to another exciting episode of the Fans in Motion podcast. I have no idea what episode number it is, but I'm going to start it off like the way Andy always does. You think somebody with a fancy new religion is going to come and sweep you off your feet one day. I got all my senses. Yeah, I'm a man on a mission. I'll wake you up and I'll show you the way. Say hello, Josh. <laughs> Well, I miss Andy. Um, I didn't think I'd say that. Um, that was perfect. I told you that song would grow on you. That's a little bit from uh, the new record, ATBPO, a little bit of Savior, the bonus track, if you get the physical copy. Uh, Andy sure looks different today. <laughs> uh, you know, it is um, 2021. You know, anything's possible anymore. Well, true. Uh, we have a special guest with us just for the fact that Andy is incredibly busy with work and traveling the United States. He was just in Red Rocks the, uh, yeah. the other day, someplace I've always wanted to go. We have, uh, Rock and Robin. Um, she's been on the page, uh, the Fans of Motion page, and we all got to hang out some at the, uh, Wabash, Indiana show and, see night ranger and drink some beers and uh <laughs> you guys had the front row seats brent and uh robin did and we decided hey let's bring on a third person tonight since andy's not able to join us and i started thinking like let's bring in a different perspective we got three old dudes let's bring in <laughs> let's bring in a female perspective and maybe someone a little bit younger who uh, wasn't there during the original classic era. So, uh, Robin, welcome to the uh, welcome to the podcast. Well, thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> I love listening to you guys. Awesome. <laughs> well, that was another thing too. I needed someone who's listened to all the podcasts, and uh, you yeah, know, the gets it. Yeah, there was like three people to choose from. So, uh, um, but anyways, thanks for sitting in with us. I know you have some, uh, well, you did some podcasts on like horror movies or something like that. Yeah, mainly horror movies. Um, just, we would wa all watch a, si a similar movie and then talk about it for like an hour or two. So about the same length too. Is, uh, all right, there you go. Podcast. Um, <laughs> So, Brent, what do we? What, what episode we got today? Well, this episode, Robin wasn't in on. It was just um, Josh and I <laughs> speaking to Mr. Ed Repepe, tour manager of Night Ranger. We're discussing the Danny Repepe Memorial Concert, pardon me, in Cleveland, Ohio, on September 8th, Wednesday, September 8th. And he's going to tell us all about raffles you can participate on or in. And they're going to take place during the show. For the people that are there, so you got a good chance of winning some really cool stuff. Yeah, we uh, we mainly talk. Well, we talk a few things. We talk just in general Night Ranger nonsense. We talk about yep. some uh, future tour dates that are coming up, which one of them has already been announced, which was the uh, uh, Scranton Wilkesbury show that's going on sale tomorrow, which. By the time you guys get this, will already be on sale. But if you're on the Fans of Motion Facebook page, you already know about it, and you've already been able to do the uh, pre-sale. Uh, we also get into the uh, memorial show for his brother, uh, Wednesday, September 8th, uh, there in Cleveland. 
we are going to be there. We have a table. A lot of people from Fans of Motion are going to be there. It's going to be a great event. Um, so we really get into the, the details of it. And, um, yeah, just uh, if you haven't yet, September 8th, get your tickets. You can get tickets. You can get in the door for as cheap as like 30 bucks. So no excuse for you not being there. Um, you and your mama are going to be there, right? Yeah, I got the uh, general admission sale uh, when they posted that link a few yes. weeks ago. So taking her out. <laughs> it's about 15 minutes from my house, so it's not too much of a trek like Wabash was. <laughs> oh, wow, there you 15 go. minutes. That's 15 a, minutes. That, that's a dream. <laughs> you can drive that with one eye shut. Um, and, and the bad thing is now you're going to be noticed more because oh, of this. Well, yes, we yeah. will bring more fame to you. People will be like, it's not just <laughs> Rock and Robin from the Horror Movie Podcast. It's uh, Rock and Robin guest star of the uh, nationally known Fans in Motion podcast. So uh, if you haven't already seen it, uh, we this is our second interview with Ed. So we did one back, I think, in May. So mm -hmm. go back here and check out, I guess, part one of our conversation with Ed. Where are we going now there, Brentry? Going back to our previous episode where we did what 10 songs would you give that are not hits to your friends so they could know what Night Ranger is? You know, we all have those people that say, oh, Sister Christian Band, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> well, we all know as fans that there's so much more than Sister Christian, so much more than Don't Tell Me You Love Me. They encompass all things great. And that's what we're talking about. And then Josh came up with a couple what ifs. Like, you know, what if Night Ranger had Brent in as a drummer? That that question never came up, but it, it, it's a good one to think about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that what if would be no. Um, yeah. so... no, no. It would be no thank you. That's what it would be. But uh, singing yeah. needs to be a requirement. <laughs> <laughs> You're I'm, a, I'm a lip syncer. <laughs> oh, Brent, Brent can uh, keep a tune, that's for sure. I'm tone deaf, man. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's just a fun episode. It did really well, a lot of interaction with it. So yeah, biggest thing is I, you know, it's a busy week, but leave comments on YouTube and I will get back to them. I know Brent checks them. Also, yep. or just hit copy and paste and. Then third on the uh, Fans in Motion Facebook page as well. Um, yeah, and those are just fun, general um, Night Ranger discussions that, there we go. Um, I could have just held up that. I went in my garage and I found a tape that wasn't labeled, and I tried to write it in the worst handwriting I could. Because, you know, as kids, we're all just rushing through it to get in the car to play it. Yep. Uh, yeah, and... Uh, yeah, and it was just 10 songs that weren't hits. I guess, you know, I guess if you wanted to, you could include songs on the greatest hits because some people did. Um, what else we got? Where are we going? Before we get into the uh, Night Ranger news, uh, a couple of things we probably need to mention. Uh, we've lost some, starting to become a ritual, and it's only going to get worse. Um, some rock and roll pioneers with... Uh, 
Was it Don Everly? What was what's his first name? The Everly brother that passed away. Um, it was an Everly brother. Don, it was Don. Don Everly. Uh, I was never much of an Everly's brothers fan, but anybody that was from that era, uh, you know, was they always talk about how the Everly brothers uh, influenced them. They had those harmonies even before the the Beatles. So Don Everly passed away. Um, just a few days ago, Charlie Watts, yep. drummer for the Rolling Stones. And, you know, and we had a feeling, at least I had a feeling when he, you know, two weeks ago they announced he was going to go in the hospital. He's missing the tour. I knew something wasn't right with the guy. Bless his heart. So, you know, uh, you know, Kelly made a statement that was really good. Jack told a really fun story about sneaking backstage at a Stones concert yeah. in 72. Um, one of my favorite uh, Charlie Watts stories, and I think it might have been in Keith Richards' book, was I think Mick Jagger was drinking. They're at a hotel. Uh, Charlie Watts is in his room asleep, and I don't know, Mick Jagger's drinking, and he calls up to Charlie's room, and wanting him to come down and charlie answers and he's like he's kind of yelling into the phone where's my drummer get down here where's my drummer so i guess charlie watts got up shaved put on a suit he went downstairs and or he went i guess maybe to wherever they were in uh, keith's room knocked on the door Keith opened it. Keith said that Charlie didn't even look at him as he walked by. He walked straight over to Mick and punched Mick in the face and <laughs> said, I'm not your drummer. You're my singer. And then left. Um, so one of my favorite rock and roll stories there. And then, Brent, you probably could speak more on this than I could. Uh, the lead singer of Trouble passed away. Do you remember that group? I know they I had some success I have no idea well i know they played bogarts like three times opening up for some bigger bands and they were a national band and there was some musicians out there that i follow that i know really uh, you know enjoyed his music and stuff unfortunately i don't know his name and you know we're not that prepared so uh the lead singer of treble google what he passed away as well also a member of ub40 the found one of the founding members of ub40 passed away yesterday yeah, that's even I don't, farther out. I know. Out, yeah, out, I know nobody's name, but when I saw it, I'm like, God, they're just dropping like flies, man. Yeah, dropping like flies. 2016 all over again. <laughs> yeah, dropping like flies, a uh, very good Motley Crue song off the Karabi yeah. album. Uh, what do we got next there, Brentry? We have um, Night Ranger News, actually. What night? Oh, oh, I have, I have, a, I have a birthday shout out. I forgot. Oh, birthday shout out. And, and um, ding, drink them up. Les Nessman, aka Richard Sandy, is that right? Richard no, Richard, Richard, Richard Sanders. Sanders turned eighty-one this week. Yep. Do you know that when that show started, he was in his late thirties? Was he really? It does not. <laughs> Doesn't seem like it. Bless you. No, it does not. Um, but uh, yeah, eighty-one. That's, well, that's another thing too it's just uh i was thinking about this this will be the first year of watching the turkeys away episode where the big guy and herb are both passed yeah yeah so 
Anyways, you're going to have to get, hey, Robin, if you're ever going to join us again, you're going to have to start watching WKRP, too. Um, so, uh, Do I even get it in Cleveland? <laughs> it's, it's on Hulu, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, yep. Uh, so, Night Ranger news. Well, we got the new sh- we got a sh- show announced in Scranton. If you, um, if I don't, I don't think I got my notes from that one. Let's see here. Uh, yeah, I don't think I wrote those down. I, I if just you're going to listen to the episode because oh. Wait a second, I do, I found it. So they're redoing Grand Junction. So Night Ranger's going to be in Grand Junction tentatively. You know, we don't know yet, so don't jump on me. All right? It'll explain it, but Grand Junction October... Jump on Josh. Uh, Grand Junction October 8th. Um, there may be a, a California date in October. Um, I'm not saying anything else. I'll let... Uh, Ed talk about it in the episode, but there are more dates coming down the line. So uh, hold your horses. And another one that passed, which actually means something more to me, is Tom T. Hall. I don't know if we mentioned that. In the oh last yeah, episode. forgot about that. God, I love me some Tom T. Hall. I was actually stuck. I was driving on the interstate in a snowstorm through Cleveland. It took like two hours, and I, you know, one of those snowstorms where you couldn't get your hand off the wheel. It was mm-hmm. probably longer than two hours, probably three hours from, you know, close to Erie through Cleveland. And, uh, you know, it should have only been like an hour drive. And I had Tom T. Hall and the CD player. And that damn thing played probably three or four times. I was a little <laughs> Tom T. Hauled out driving through uh, Cleveland there. But, uh, yeah, Tom T. Hall, one of my one of my favorites. I never, unfortunately, got to see him. But uh, not kind of down was from around where you were. You're at... Uh, Brent, he was from uh, like northern Kentucky, southern was Ohio, he? in that area. It's where he was born and owned property and stuff. So, yep, uh, Tom T. Hall. Um, yeah, I'm mostly familiar with Tom T. Hall from all the um, the KTEL record things in the 70s. I don't know if KTEL made these records, but it always had like Charlie Rich, Charlie Pride. Tom T. Hall, and then they always had some, um, what's his name, Willie, um, Boxcar Willie, oh, Boxcar, and then then they usually followed up with the Jerry Jerry Fowler, Oh yeah, I know you're commercial, yeah, uh, and he always had that little raccoon on his lapel here, Rock and, and I Robin went over there, and I said, Oh Rock and Robin, you know what we're talking about? Yeah, it's a clue. No, but it's hilarious <laughs> hearing Brent go, Ha! Oh, Jerry uh, Fowler. Old dogs, Thanks. children, and watermelon wine. Go look up some Tom T. Hall or a great drinking song just called I Like Beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. Robin and I um, heard a lot of great drinking songs via um, Josh and Wabash. And thank you for that because it, it was educational. Yeah, uh, probably probably some air supply in there, too. Oh, there is some air there, definitely. Yeah. No, got, no little, no little river band. I, I could have went for some no, of that. No, uh, if I'm drinking, you'll, you might get Look me on air supply or ABBA. Depends <laughs> on what mood I'm in. I um, saw ABBA was teasing the um, their fans today with a new yeah, tour of what was it? New track. Is it gonna be. 
It's going to be a new, new track, track. But the, supposedly they're going to have one of those hologram tours. Yes, yes. And That's I, one that... group that kind of broke up and stayed broke up. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I love Abbott. Was Freedom the only one that had any hit after the after the breakup of that band with something going on? A pop hit. Uh, you know, the, uh, the, the two guys, they wrote songs outside of the group. They had that big musical chess. Um, came out in the earlier mid eighties. Uh, and then they, you know, put together what Mamma Mia and I mean, yeah, it yeah. was their songs, but they put that together. So, uh, can't go wrong with ABBA night Ranger news. I don't really have anything new from what we talked about last time. Uh, there's some more, uh, some more interviews out there. But uh, what do we got next? Showing off some stuff. Yep, good. Josh is—I call it Josh's show and tell because Andy and I usually have nothing. I try—I <laughs> try not to go down this road. You guys probably don't—I don't talk about them much. But you have the 12-inch uh, singles that are out there. So these are just promotional singles that went out to the size of a full-length album, but they just have the one track. So here. This one is Sentimental Street. It has a long version and a short version on it. But I just happened to see another one that was for sale really cheap, and I compared them, and I was like, shit, different labels. So if you look, the the Camel Management logo is there. Yeah, on the right side. And if you look at this one, it is... On the bottom left side. Same, same. Everything else is the same. You know, short version, long version. It's just the logo isn't the same. This one here has a gold stamp on the on yep. the sleeve, where the other one doesn't. Nothing big, but uh. So yeah, it's you know, if you're a dork like me, you have to get both labels. That one cost me like six bucks. Nothing great. Nothing big, and then here, this is something I don't, I didn't see, I don't think I've ever seen. And I picked it up. Um, I was surprised they still made these in 1995. Singles, a cassette single from Shaw Blades. I'll always be with you. I wish I would have known about it because I would have bought it because the B side is straight down the line. Which was the Japanese bonus track, and I didn't. Have I was going to ask you if it had a bonus track because I haven't seen that either. And it would have been nice because I didn't have that Japanese. You know, back then I didn't have any, that yeah. much money, so uh, you could have got it for next to nothing back in what was a, you know, two bucks maybe two forty nine. Yeah. So um, there's the front, kind of a cool photo I've never seen before. You know, the singles, a lot of them had bonus tracks trying to get people to buy them instead of buying. Well, they were they had gotten rid of most of the 45s at that at that point. Yeah, even and, and CD singles, stores weren't carrying them as much because they were five ninety nine, And every now and then they would throw three or four songs on them, but they, they, they just stood there on the shelves. They, you might as well just spend five dollars more and get the entire CD. I enjoyed the CD singles, you know, because media play would always have a big rack of them and you would you would get uh usually a non-record track and yep. uh live track or something you know especially different. from the um the uk mm -hmm. I, 
I have so many Death Leopard songs that were unreleased at the time. It was amazing back Uh-oh. then. Oh, you say Death Leopard, Robin? I got tons <laughs> of Death Leopard. Like I already have all of them. Yeah. Well, you know, Death no. Leopard is. Do you, do you have the original version of Tear It Down, that was recorded during I Hysteria. Do. I okay. have all like of the That's versions the of version. Ride Into the Sun too. They did yep. that. They did a B side, and then they did the on um, the retroactive. <laughs> yeah, and I have I... all the. We can go down the Death Leopard rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's next week's podcast. <laughs> what about Slang? You a fan of Slang? Ooh. I am. I, I think am. that's their best album. It is their best what... album. Did See, you? What, what are you doing agreeing with me? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Robin, do you have the the uh, extended version of Slang they came out with a couple years ago? The with all the demos and everything. I just, I think so. There was not too many on there but it was, it was yeah a, i don't yeah. have it was a whole it, extra disc and i went to buy it it's out of print and now it's like 50 bucks everywhere and it drives ah, me crazy i got mine for 12 dollars i need it holler um so... i also have the what's the um not not yeah album what's the one after that with nine lives um songs from the sparkle Lounge. sounds yeah i have the japanese version of that and it's actually a book and it comes with two discs. I think I have that one. I you know have I have that one. That's, I think I was think, mixing that up with the sling. I had to get that book. one. I had to get that one because I did not want, um, what's his name? Tim, Tim, Tug, Tim, Tim McGraw. Yeah. I didn't want Tim McGraw on my Def Leppard music. So I had to buy the other version from Japan to get rid of Tim McGraw. That's not Josh lives. about that. That's <laughs> that a kick ass song. It's a kick-ass song. It's one of the best songs they've done well, in the Tim, past 15 years. Tim McGraw makes it. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't tough enough. Trust me. Uh, yeah, like uh, I like Def Leppard. I'm more of a classic Def Leppard guy. Slang was good. I like Promises. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I saw him live in the song they opened with, Let Go or something like that. Let On it what go. tour? Let know. it go. Let it go. Five years ago, maybe. Oh, Night Ranger opening yeah. it was Night Ranger Forner and Def Leppard, but that opening song was one of the worst opening awesome songs <laughs> I ever. What off a high and dry? No, 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 no. It's a new song. It's a new song. It's, maybe it's called Let's Go. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, go. Uh oh, uh, uh. and I'm like, what? <laughs> I was just because like, the first song, I don't know how I feel about it with Def Leppard. But... Well, that's not that's not good if Robin doesn't like it. I totally, I could. I'm like, what is? You know, I thought I was seeing Def Leppard, and I that wasn't Def Leppard. But anyways, oh, I, love uh, I love Vivian Campbell's Last in Line. His birthday was yesterday too. There we go. Uh, yeah, we should start celebrating birthdays since we're always talking about deaths. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gene Simmons' birthday was yesterday as well. 72. And the Halford. Yeah. Yeah, and the Halford. I just remember Gene Simmons turning like 40, 43 or something like that. And, you know, I'm a teenager. I'm just like, what am I going to do in 10 years when these guys can't perform anymore? I remember <laughs> when Mick Jagger turned 50 and he was on MTV and they had a big press conference going in when he was turning 50. It wasn't that he was turning 50 is why they had the press conference and they were asking how many more years he could do it at 50. Oh. 
I mean, my God. The, I That's can't. like a lifetime ago now. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, it was like, yeah, 1983 or something like that. 1984. <sighs> yeah. Amazing. Like, uh, that guy can, and I don't want to bring up Maroon 5 because I, I, I hate them. I don't want to even think about the song, but the dude can move. Uh, yep. Well, what I was thinking was, too, I saw the Stones five years ago, four years ago. And it's just crazy, like, you know, Charlie's up there drumming in front of 80,000 people, and then four years later, he's gone. You yeah. Know, it's just, fuck, getting old sucks. Um, what do we got next? Fans Fans in motion. motion. Robin, this is where you are going to be my eyes behind me here, okay? Gotcha. Because I have people's names written on, on the screen, but it's going to be that big to me, Okay. <laughs> So I'm going to need gotcha. your help because Josh ain't no freaking help in this department. He's, this is where he tunes out it for the most part. <laughs> well, he's pronounced Greta, Greta. I know. I heard that. Yeah. I, if you, if, if you watch the podcast, I kind of smirk. <laughs> Greta Van Fleet. That's how they pronounce it in Europe. <laughs> this, this one, I know what it is. It's Lance Rushing and Tom Shapin Chapin. I was asking if this was a trick question. <laughs> I know. This one is posted because, you know, I started the Every Good Boy Does Fine pre-sale with the Eric Levy. <laughs> and all of a sudden now, Lance and Tom have, are running with what I had kind of, you know, what I, kind of, what I think I inspired. And Lance was first with his Fitz hits outside of, um, you know, with the Night Ranger. And then he did the Eric Levy era hits. And then Tom Shape and Chapin being the, the wonderful smarty I said he is, combines Fitz and Eric on their own fake album. You gotta love it. I love seeing them next to each other, even though they're not next to each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know it's very small on your screen, you know, but, you know, it's just great stuff. I love seeing the fan interaction on the, on this page. It, it's, it's the best. So thank you, Lance and Tom. Our next one is, and I'm trying to shut this one out. There we go. We got the curtain behind me. And what's going to come up next? Oh, is the cassette tape. We got to get rid of that. There's my spatula. That's how I hide. <laughs> That's how I bring it up. There we go. What's that one say? Sean T. Coleman. Sean T. Coleman. Look at Kelly with a beard. <laughs> yeah. This, he had posted this the other day, and it was then before Feeding Off the Mojo came out. Yeah, it was probably 93, 94 in there. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I remember commenting. This was taken like a week, week and a half after I was born. <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> 93. You're going to find find someone else on the page, I think, you know. <laughs> don't remind us how old we were. Because I know I, I saw him that year, I believe it was. So, 93. Yeah. So, Sean... Oh, go ahead. Well, that's a good thing about, you know, the page is, number one, you get to see a lot of photos like this. And and that was the thing, too, with grunge coming in, is all these bands that were big oh, yeah. in the 80s, you were able to actually kind of meet in the early to mid-90s because the bottom just dropped out. Um, I remember D. Snyder, remember the band Widowmaker? Yeah, both their albums. I think they played the Al Rosa Villa. Yep. And 
there may have been 15 people there and um yeah just let me think how big they were and then in 1994 or whatever it was 15 people i think you guys saw what david lee roth you said you saw roth like david lee roth tickets were for deer creek amphitheater which is now the clips or whatever in indiana uh, you know, it's their outdoor big outdoor pavilion. That's what the tickets were sold for. When we were on our way to Indiana, we had Q ninety five or whatever their their radio station on, and thank God we heard it because they said, "Um, David Lee Roth's concert's been moved to some bubba bar, so we had to pull over, get directions to this bar, and mm-hmm. it was it, the 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 bar was, it was a bar. It was not." It was not a theater. It was a bar. Uh, with, I mean, and I and I looked at my friend Joey and I said, you know, because at that point Dave David already became a parody of himself. He was already going through the motions. His smiles were all fake. And I said, if he says, look at all the people here tonight, I'm going to jump up on stage and say you're a fucking idiot because there was nobody there. And uh, so he's sitting there doing his little day dance, and you know, and he goes. Look at all the smiling faces here tonight. And I went, well, I guess he he figured out a way to do it. So I didn't have to get on stage and tell him he was a fucking idiot. But uh, anyways, that so. is uh, that was the one good thing about the 90s is you were these guys who were just all over MTV suddenly became human again. And you were able to meet them for the. Oh sure. First time, and that was before meet and greets. That was, I mean, it was a good era. It was before meet and greets. I, I mean, I just remember, you know, Night Ranger. They'd show up before the show. If you went out before the show, it was always the best because they would sit there for with you forever. Um, what other fans of motion we got? And they would park their bus as close to the bar door as they could, but yeah. we all got in between them anyway. <laughs> there you Rich go, Haynes. Rich Haynes. Rich Haynes. He's posted some posters this week and what have you, older posters. And But he posted a picture of himself with the posters. And then he went ahead and posted a picture of him at the Legend Valley concert looking like Pigpen from the <laughs> Peanuts comics. You know, look at, look at all this beer and pizza boxes around him. And that was on um, the Legend Valley tour. That was with, what, 38 Special and Quiet Riot? Am I correct on that, Josh? I'm not paying attention to you. What? Yeah. The Legend, Legend Valley fun. show they... Was 38 Special, 38, I think Quiet Riot, Riot I, Tony Carey. I just know 38 Special. Okay. I know my aunts yeah. were there. I know, like, to me growing up, to me growing up, Legend Valley wasn't too, isn't too far from where I'm at. And growing up, my aunts all went there, but I heard all these crazy stories. I remember begging my aunts, take me to go see Night Ranger there. And they're like, no. And I remember one of them told me, like, they saw a fight and some dude got his, like, they slammed his head in the, you know, like, with a car door and stuff. Oh. And uh, so I never got to go to Legend Valley when I was seven and see Night Ranger and 38 Special. Yeah, and, I, and after they changed the name to Buckeye Lake, you know, we've told our stories. I went to and saw Cinderella Bon Jovi and the Smithereens. And then... The next year, I went and saw Death Leopard up there. So there you go, Robin. You yeah, were so that was it. Who opened? Was it Crocus um, or something? I, I think Tesla was still opening for him back then. Yeah. It was on the Hysteria tour. So. Did oh, he, okay. Did Andy go with you? No, he didn't. 
it doesn't matter. <laughs> but, you won't remember it. Either. But I graduated high school and I was um, parked kind of on a hill, and I was trying to get out in front of this car, or these cars that were coming down the hill, and I hit, I kind of hit a buckle and it broke the front end of my car off. Brand new car. I was so pissed. <laughs> Never went, never went back to that place after that. <laughs> so, anyway, Rich, thanks for the memories on that. We we have two more, and your guess is as good as mine. Who's coming up next here? Uh, we have Kent Moan. Kent Moan, take off, eh? He's from Canada. I <laughs> posted his little boy uh, with his Night Ranger shirt on, so I had to add the take off, eh? I couldn't I couldn't write take off hoser because I didn't have that much space. So, eh, we'll have to do. So you know, you okay. post a little, you post a cool, a cute kid in a Night Ranger shirt. They're probably going to get on here, <laughs> you know. Josh and I are softy for the kids. So, thanks for listening. Thanks for being on the page. Um, he he posted he was looking forward to Night Ranger hopefully making up to Canada someday soon. So, and our final one, I know who the final one is. <laughs> are you ready? It's Edward Peppy's dog. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Edward Pepe was on. Um, oh wait, yeah, Edward Pepe was on Fox Eight News, and is it who? Who? Who's the name above it? Christy. Christy Casey Orman. Christy Casey Orman posted it to the page. I think it was this morning. Is that correct, Josh? I I don't remember. My, it, yeah, was, well, it was this month. I'm pretty sure. This month, I I, I saw it for the first time today. Oh. So I think I, it was yesterday or today. Um, my mom it, actually caught it on TV. Yeah. She told me about it. She's like, I didn't catch his name. I'm like, it's yeah. probably Ed. <laughs> I, I was so busy yesterday, I wasn't even on, basically. But So I emailed Ed this morning. Of course, I said, I just saw your dog on TV with some dude and some hot blonde. <laughs> <laughs> he just wrote, yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Edward Pepe's dog. I, I thought we we've got to put that on here, you know, because that's what the um, Danny Repepe Memorial Concert are doing. They're um, going to take some proceeds and try to buy some cadaver dogs, um, rescue dogs for the police department locally in the Cleveland area. So it's it, it's a good it's a good cause, and I think it's really cool that they're heading this up and Night Rangers chipping in to help out. So Brentry, look at the time. Yeah. It's eight thirty. I gotta go get my daughter. Yeah. She hasn't called yet though, so that means she's not ten minutes away. So. Oh well, shit. Let's uh, let's take a deep dive into. Yeah, she's supposed uh, to. She's supposed to. She's supposed to call when it's ten minutes away. So. There we go. Uh, well, I think. Uh, we covered everything yeah. there. All right. Uh, take us into uh, the the interview there, Brentry. Oh, I was gonna see if you're gonna throw Robin into the you know to the fire. Into the fire. <laughs> anyway, this week we have Ed Repepe talking about the Danny Repepe Memorial Concert featuring Night Ranger. Check it out. You learn some new tour dates. And Ed asks us questions because Ed's not in his office. So check it out. Let us know what you think. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Fans in Motion, the best Night Ranger podcast there is out there. I'm going to speak really fast so we can get this episode in without Ed or any of us freezing on our screens because we've been having internet issues. But welcome back, the one and only 
the guy that keeps that machine rolling, the machine being the band that we all love, the machine being Night Ranger. When you're indoors in Vegas, I need to wear my mask. You look good that way. Yeah. I'm trying to get uh trying to get Brent over there to wear a, a full ski mask on our uh our episodes every week, but uh with with a bustier. <laughs> but uh everyone welcome Ed Repepe, tour manager for Night Ranger. What's going on? Yes, sir. Uh, you know what am I? I'm over two with uh Andy not being around, man. What's up? Well um you know it uh there's uh there's he's got some issues with uh 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 with you Ed. Um one you're a Browns fan. Yeah. Uh, and, and a and, and a soon to be Guardians fan. Ooh. That name sucks. I know. Okay, the Guardians you know, is the... made a good point on, on social media, like it looks like a peewee baseball logo. Mm-hmm. Guardians. I wish they would have went, think about this. If they went spiders, right? They could have got a hold of Marvel. They could have. You know how much money they would have made just co-oping and doing something cool with Marvel. And Marvel wasn't Marvel created in Cleveland too, or was that who was that? Was well, that I know they did uh, a lot of uh, filming for some of those movies yeah. in Cleveland. Yeah. But uh, how great would that have been? And every, I, in my opinion, I think everybody wanted the Spider's name and not the Guardians. Well, I'm listen, the uh, I think it's the the first scene in Major League is of the uh, Guardians on the highway, if I remember yeah. correctly. So, uh, anyways, but yes, right. Andy has issues with you being a Browns fan. Um, so do I. Um, there you go. There you go. Yes, even though we really have no room to talk. Uh, oh, God, no. You know, different turds, same bull. Um, but, uh, same state. Yep. Same well, with. We have one thing in common Night Ranger. Yeah. Yay. And we hate the Steelers. Um, there you go. But, uh, so, Ed, where are you? Uh, all right. Now, is that not a bookcase behind you there? <laughs> no. That's my drapes. That's no, that's never mind. That's 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 a, that's, that's Brent's DVD rack. Never mind. What in the <laughs> hell? Are you thinking? Well, yeah. I I knew there was a window on that side, and it looks like there's sun glaring in on the top. There is. I'm in I'm in Las Vegas, where it's 106 degrees, but it's a dry heat. Yeah, it's dry, a dry heat. heat, Ed. Yeah, right here, dry heat. <laughs> <laughs> My hair's frizzy. So uh, what's going on in Las Vegas? Uh, we are playing at the Westgate Resort and Casino. And what the really cool thing is we're playing in the Elvis Presley showroom. And I just got a tour with the, with the um, production manager, John. And, man, I saw some cool shit. Uh, don't tell and me you this just, All you think about it, man, the debauchery that's just there, right? You know, so. Yeah. Really a, cool. He brought it around. I'm a big. And now Barry Manwell plays here. Well, you know what? I, I took my mom. I took my mom to see Barry Manilow, and he wasn't that bad. But uh, I'm a big '70s Elvis fan. I love all the uh, '70s footage of Elvis playing when it was the International Hotel. Um, I'm jealous that you got that tour there, Edward. Um, but yes, uh, so what it was International? Then became the Las Vegas Hilton, and now it's the Westgate. Correct. Uh, um, 
casino. They got a very good sport book down there at the. Oh my uh, gosh, it's huge! Yes, holy moly, is it big? Whenever I go to Vegas and do my sports gambling, that's usually where I head because it's just the biggest and the best. And uh, they do. I mean, it is immense. And they do. And they do parlays. Some places don't. Um, But uh, if you want other unique ways to lose your money, um, go for the uh, parlays. Uh, so you got a show this Saturday. Um, yep. So I guess the uh, the recent news with the shows is Carrie going to be at this show. Carrie's at this show. Um, he went to get his knee worked on and then couldn't mm-hmm. due to some other situations, not on his end. So he'll be here. I have Marcus bringing uh, stools from the B-Rig to uh, make sure he can uh, stand if need be, but he had surgery some time ago, and it just wear and tear on him again. So, all right, well, so uh, and he had that. I think the surgery scheduled, and then it got canceled. And it was scheduled. And the re- main reason why he missed that show is that show you guys did in Sturgis was a quick, you know. Oh, it was. We found out twenty four hours ahead of time because um, another band pulled out. Yeah. So we we were in Denver, and we can get there quick. Yeah. But he had his surgery scheduled. I couldn't get him in and out fast enough. Yeah. So we sent him home. You know, we gave him the option. And uh, Gilby Clark came up for, you know, some of the songs. So that worked out well. Gilby, a fellow Clevelander. That's right. Um, his dad actually lived in my city there. Independence and um, Brexville and Independence he lived, too. Now, did, did you and Gilby ever cross paths, you know? No, he's he's a couple years older than me, but no, never did. Mm-hmm. Um, but we talked that night and. Yeah, you know what's your correlation to Cleveland? He's like my hometown. I'm like I live in Independence. He's like, no shit, my dad lives in Brexville and he lives in Independence. And yeah. Like, yeah, we went from there. Yeah, now, I now we're best friends. We're gonna travel the world on our Harley Davidsons. I gotta buy a Harley. I'm sorry. <laughs> I <laughs> I saw him in '97 at uh, this place in Akron called Sadie Renee's, and I think it was right outside of it was right out you know not too far after he'd been out of Guns and Roses, and it was an acoustic show, just him and Ryan Roxy, and um, he drove, I, th- I think he said he drove his mother's Cadillac that he had bought her, and he mm-hmm. was, you know, he flew into Cleveland and just put the guitars in the back and drove the nice. Cadillac down, just did a, a, you know, he did an acoustic show there and somewhere in Cleveland, but... Um, First thing yeah. out of his mouth, he's like, you're a Browns fan? I'm like, yeah, no shit, so it was cool, it was fun. <laughs> Yeah, I seen him play at the Agora Ballroom as well up there. Yeah. Um, Very cool. So, uh, so yeah, so we're in Vegas. We'll be here till you know, be here Saturday night and leave Sunday. All right. Uh, where else? I mean, I know this can't be the first time Night Ranger has played Vegas with you. You know, you know, being with them. Where else has Night Ranger played? Where have you guys played at previously? With me, we played um, at the. Golden. Um, previous to me, they played the Golden Nugget, and they played uh, some of the station casinos. But they also did a huge concert on the Fremont Street Experience. Yep. All right. And it was like wall to wall people. I wasn't at that one yet, uh, but I remember hearing all about it. It was wall to wall people. They're free concerts in the middle of Fremont Street, yep. so it's yeah. pretty cool setup. So yeah. And they did have that show scheduled at the Orleans um, Casino. Yeah, Boyd- Boyd Gaming has canceled all of their shows until further notice. Yeah. Matter of fact, they like cut people back so bad they're 
outsourcing, and I know this because my friend Eric and Stacy live here, they're outsourcing Stacy's company to come in and do the production and all that. They're, everybody's just trying to save money and, and see what they can do to make it work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, right now, right now, when you're indoors, you have to wear a mask. Um, no guests backstage. It's, it's on lockdown pretty well, but mm-hmm. we still have shows, so people need to be happy about that. Yeah. Well, that, that kind of ties into another thing I wanted to ask you uh, that we get questions about is the uh, meet and greets, which, you know, I usually just tell people, you know, listen, when they start doing the meet and greets, you're going to hear about it um, right. and you're just not going to see it probably at all this year. Is that probably about the right answer? I mean, maybe at all, all this year is true, harsh. Maybe a little too much, but yes, I agree with all three of those things. Uh, yeah. it, it's just the uptick, and you know, I'm not going to jump on the political bandwagon at all, but it's just there, and we just need to eliminate all factors. I mean, we've even eliminated, you know, people coming backstage or on the tour bus. That mm-hmm. that got implemented last week yeah. after hearing all these other bands. You know, where they're trying to figure out where they're getting it from. So it's just process of elimination. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's almost a daily thing. REO Speedwagons had to uh, cancel dates. I think Corn just canceled their Tesla. tour. Garth Brooks today just canceled yeah. all his dates. So, yeah. um, you know, you just got to take precautions. And, right. you know, yeah, there may not be meet and greets, but, um, you know, at least you're, you know, you're getting the shows. And um, right. if that's something. And, I mean, the main thing is keeping the, the band and the crew uh safe and healthy so they can right. get these shows yeah, on I mean, we all have families young kids somebody's got mom and dad or someone's you know wife could be you know just compromised and so we, mm-hmm. we got to think about everybody you know yeah and uh i mean there's still plenty of time in the future to do the the meet and greets and everything and uh you know what if well, you... i think you guys are filling that void too when you guys are able to get one of the guys on yeah i mean you know well that's a it's... good good thing you got a new record that's out. Yeah. There's tons yeah. of interviews with the guys. So, uh, everywhere, you know, I so, saw last night Brad was on, I, I saw, I think on, on the, the page, you guys announced that Brad was going live and I was, I watched the whole thing. I was like, just sitting there in my hotel room. I was just loving it. I mean, cause it, I think you get the true nature of the guys, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, he had a t-shirt on or a, a tank top on and you know, his, his reading glasses and he had that monster wall of amps behind him. And yep. it was cool. You know, it was, it's, it's a side. I really love that storytellers motif. You know what I mean? Like back when MTV used to do it, I love that stuff. I, mm-hmm. I, that's why I loved, you know, um, the live stuff that we do and it's just cool. Yep. And yeah, Brad, I watched it as well. Um, and, uh, you know, Brad did a great job and, Jack did a really good one on Talk Shop Live, um, mm-hmm. whenever that was last yeah, week. Yeah. That was uh, that was good. I set him up a question on the lyrics for "Can't Afford a Hero," and uh, they read it, and he grabbed his acoustic guitar and played it, and he kind of told the story of where that song came from, and it kind of. I mean, isn't that awesome? Like, yes, that, you can't you can't buy that kind of experience in my yep. eyes. You so know, like, uh, the MTV Unplugged series, like that, was just. I like that because it gives you, because I was a fan, you know what I mean? And it gives you that backstage access to what happens there. You know what I mean? I mean, that's why I've been fighting to get Jack on because I want to, you know, get those storytellers. You know, I want to ask him, you know, Jack, did Ed or did Eddie 
really wear those trousers real tight um, and uh, get the story on. You know what's going to happen there, Brent? Cut. Cut off. <laughs> and I'll get blamed for it. Um, that, that was Brent's question. Andy wanted to know. He just was too nervous to ask you. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I enjoy it. And unfortunately, right now, that's the only avenue we have right now. So. You guys keep doing good jobs and, and bringing people as close as they possibly can to, you know, their, their, uh, well, use the word heroes, but and, you know, and, well. and times like this, you just, you know, don't focus on the negative, focus on the positive. You got all these podcasts out there. You, you got it. You got a new, new record, you know, different vinyl options. You got the fan page, fans of motion. Um, and you know, just, that's what I do, you know? It, and it, how about, you know, it was great. I was reading, um, I don't know if it was on your page or, or the fan page or what, but all of a sudden I read some girl was like, okay, my day is complete. Both Jack and Kelly retweeted me or something. And I just thought that was cool as shit, you yeah. know? And, it you does, know. it doesn't, you know, it's, that's the, that's the attitude you need, you know, just, Hey, she you know really what? Prompted, she's like, that's why I like these guys. They are true to their fans and they are. Yep. And I tell you, I, we were out one time recently on a, on, on a show, Minnesota, um, give me a second. Minnesota Moondance. A yeah. guy actually bought a ticket, like on Southwest, the cheapest ticket he could find, just to get into the airport. He knew we were going from Moondance to Kettering, right? And so what did he do? He went to Delta Airlines and got to the Dayton Airport flight and just stood there and waited for us. Now, was he an eBayer? I don't know. But you know they're they're going to give it a little bit of, of of respect. But when some guy just rattles off seventeen of the same thing, they got a problem with that. Yeah, of course. Can't they do. blame them. Can't blame them. Yeah. But for any fan, they will definitely stop if if they can do it. There's certain times that they just can't. Even and even like I, I think I talked to you about this, Josh. You know, I, a couple fans that recognize me from your page was like Ed, Ed, and I. There, it was just at a point where I couldn't stop. I mean. I have a job to do, and again, what do we always talk about? Safety and security, and I had to get somewhere, and I just couldn't stop to say hello. And I came back and tried to find them, but it's not like I do it on purpose or anybody else does it on purpose. It's just we have a job and we have a responsibility. Yeah, they, and, should, they should be. They should know. Yeah, they yeah. they probably do. I mean, if uh, uh, well, they know, but then they become keyboard commandos and like want to talk smack, and I get really irritated about that. Well, mm-hmm. that's that's. Uh, that's a large. That's a part, large part of the uh, population nowadays. But uh, uh, I think you know it won't happen on our page. Well, uh, I've seen a few times somebody wants to talk smack and tell me how to run my company. They could go. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen some of that too. But um, we we can make things disappear. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I think everybody like. Yes, did I know? how much work went into setting up a show i did at least i thought i did and you take you know what you think you know and just add more stuff to it i think like you think you know hey we got to set up these drums and these monitors and this and you but you don't put in the human element of oh you know uh, let's say we're hey the uh you know the, the local crew we're working with don't know what they're doing oh well that's stressful uh, or you, uh, let's say there's just 
a lighting issue that you can't fix. Well, there's added stress. It's not just the everyday setting up the equipment. It's all the little things that you throw in that creates that that, that unknown and uh, that unknown stress that you're you're kind of going through. And then, again, you're it's your job. You're working. Um, right. And, and catering. Cater catering has got to be on time and good. Well, yeah, catering and you know catering to. Uh, the uh, band members' uh, needs yeah. can uh, also be a stressful thing. Uh, don't buy the wrong yogurt. Um, but uh, uh, there we go. There we, we got go. Back. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were just making that face on purpose. No, I really did. Um, but uh, you, buy, you buy the Greek yogurt, I think. Yeah, that's why I say it's like you know a new. Str- I don't know if you heard it, but it's like. Make sure you cater to the band members' needs and buy the correct yogurt. That can be stressful as well. Um, exactly. Uh, but well, uh, let's we fly through some dates here. Or let's keep moving. What do you want to talk yeah, about? Yeah, let's, uh, let's. Well, let's the the big thing uh, coming up here in a couple weeks or so. What I don't. When we're airing this on Tuesday. It'll be like two, maybe three weeks, two and a half weeks. Is the uh, uh, let's see, two, three weeks from ne- from yesterday. All right, so when this oh, airs... three weeks from today. No, three weeks from today. Okay, so... Race, 25th, 1, 2, 3, yeah. Uh, all right, three so when this airs, it'll be, you know, just a day over two weeks of the uh, Danny Repepi Memorial Show in Cleveland, Ohio, featuring Night Ranger. Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Don't bitch. I'm I here. like it. Ah, he always does that Damn to it. me. I'm just uh, giving the Danny Repepi thing a plug here. Oh, um, give some props. Yes. And, uh, but Night Ranger being the headliner, you also got Boku, which was a, uh, which is a local legendary band from the, uh, the 80s Cleveland scene. And yes. is, is it Thunderstruck? Is that the name of the ACB? High, high Voltage. High Voltage. Um, uh, Out of the Baltimore area, huh? How about that? There you go. Uh, from uh, which is an ACDC tribute band. So, listen, you can't go wrong with that. You're going to be number one, uh, you know, contributing to a good cause. Which, uh, what's the uh, this is going to be an annual thing that you guys do, and right. you guys are going to change what the yeah, every year the the give will give go to somebody, another foundation. We're always going to try to buy a dog, so this yeah. year we're buying four police dogs for Greater Cleveland. And then next year it could be, you know, the Singing Angels. But we always want to try to get that dog in there as well. Yep. So um, every year, and it'll be something local, uh, something that's Cleveland-driven. Do you think, so it, it will Night Ranger be there every year? Is you, are you going to mix up the bands? or? No, I think we should mix it up a little bit. All right. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so September 8th, uh, it's a Wednesday night. It's at the... Uh, the Nautica Pavilion. Jacob's Pavilion J- J- at Nautica. All right. Uh, what was it before they changed that? It was the Scene Pavilion. Scene Pavilion. Oh, gosh. I don't know what it was before that. I'll be All honest right. with you. But uh, I've said this before many times. It's one of my favorite venues. Yep. It's outside, but they got this canopy over it. So, you know, right. it's the sun's not hitting you. Uh there's the river right behind you, so you got boats and stuff going. You got the music going. There's not a bad seat in the house. Right. Um, plenty of restrooms, plenty of beer stands. I mean, it's just, 
it's just a one of my favorite yeah, venues. And, and since the last time we talked, so we've got um, Thirsty Dog is now a sponsor, so they'll be serving their other items. Uh, they've got like six or seven, eight, ten, whatever different uh, beers. Um, Tribute, I think it's called, is the wine company that's on board with us. Tito's is now on board with us. Um, you know, Drug Mart's a regional company throughout the state of Ohio and, and some other regions. Mm-hmm. They're on board, and they're one of the sponsors. So a lot of cool things have, have come our way from uh, from from a standpoint of, of sponsorship and whatnot. So, um, and I actually have, we have like quite a bit of um, uh, auction items. I mean, I've, I've got... I mean, I got a whole Browns thing with, you know, Bernie Kozar's signed jersey. We've got a dog pound theme one with a Baker Mayfield jersey. And then and then some after that. Mm-hmm. I'm just hitting you up with the, yeah. with the – I'm hitting you up with the main thing. Um, we have an Aaron Lewis guitar, signed guitar from Aaron Lewis from Stain and now his own solo career with some really high-end airsoft pistols and some 5.11 tactical gear. So it's really cool. A um, couple of big – uh, cigar and golf packages like at high-end country clubs in greater Cleveland mm-hmm. the cigar package is ridiculous I don't even know what, what it all is I just know my nephews were like holy moly you know <laughs> um bunch of Cavs gear uh Mike Fratello signed basketball a I believe we're getting a um uh Sexton what's his first name I don't even know his damn name anymore uh he's got a basketball coming all right. um Joe Nichols from Country yep. Stardom. Got a signed guitar with him. Bunch of Tito's and Jose Cuervo, JBL speaker systems. Um, a give uh, a weekend give, getaway to Fort Myers Beach, Florida, a condo. Uh, a Put-in-Bay giveaway with a, a bunch of um, condos there. We have a great white autographed guitar. Um What's this one here? Kind of a weekend uh, getaway with uh, another Put in Bay uh, Patron whatnot. They have these adult sipper pouches. They look like a um, a Capri Sun for adult. It's hilarious. <laughs> uh, but with that, we have a Lita Ford Ibanez uh, electric guitar sign. Wow. Um, what else? You're just going. You're going to need to hire security just for all those guitars. Yeah. Uh, somebody. We had like a taste of Italy. Or somebody. Oh, this is cool as shit. A thousand dollar gift certificate for a five course meal and wine dinner um, at uh, Corleone's is a, a nice Italian restaurant in Cleveland. Bunch of wine, um, big basket of cheeses and all that kind of stuff. Um, kind of a man cave, um, a man cave kind of thing with a car wash kit, uh, gas cards, bunch of beer, uh, autographed Troy Smith football. There you and, go, Heisman uh, Trophy winner. Here's a good one. Uh, Gibson Epiphone signed by Faster Pussycat. There wow. you what go. What says uh, Man Cave other than that? Yeah, that's yeah. uh, featuring Chad Stewart, Carrie's buddy. Right, yeah. Um, How about this one? I got a Traeger Smoker with a $100 gift card and, like, the pellets, the rub, the seasoning. That's pretty badass. Yeah. Um, And then you have your girly things, you know, like uh, – a big fa- uh, famous chef in Cleveland is Dante um, at his Ginkgo Sushi Bar with all this uh, spa and wellness thing, you know, package. Uh, oh, is, all, is about... all this available right now to bid on? No. Here's my philosophy on that. And, and good question, Brett. People are paying money to come see this show and support the cause. I don't want to put it up on the Internet 
and let nobody have the opportunity to buy it. Our goal is to have everybody, whether you scraped enough money to get together to watch, you know, come to a Night Ranger show, or you're the richest guy in the city and you bought tickets. You've made a commitment to my foundation and our family. You deserve that opportunity to bid on this stuff. Now, between now and the show, if we get something epic, which I do know two things are coming, um, when we might put it in here. We might do a live auction right on stage. Or maybe that will put on the internet, maybe towards Christmas time. Mm-hmm. But to me, <clears throat> I want to be able to appease everyone in that audience, and I don't think it's fair that we put it on the internet to let the world. I know the name of the game is to make money, but I'm we're about being fair, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't, I, I just find that way, you know, I want that way to make it happen. Um, and I know uh, Corleone's is good, but there's a place too. I think there's they got multiple of them. A place called Olive Garden. That's got uh, such a dick. <laughs> uh, it's it's basically. Right, a, anyways, we have some amazing jewelry. Um, uh, oh, here's a good one. You guys are gonna love. We have black diamond jewelry, black and white diamond jewelry, black diamond. Does it throw something at you guys? You're trying to th- you're trying to throw a kiss at me. Is what you're trying to do here. So I've got a kiss package. Um, so it. I'll leave you at that. There you go, Brent. Uh, Stop rubbing Oh, here lips. we go. How about, a, how about a tour of Cleveland on a helicopter with dinner at Johnny's downtown? Like, probably one of the best restaurants in the city. How about that? There you um, go. Okay, I'm renting a car to come up there. So if I win, it's all going to have to happen that night. Here's something really cool is we've got a year membership for unlimited services at Strong Style um, MMA studio and performance center. Um, dinner for a year at uh, hospitality restaurants, which is like the big, uh, they've got like seven or eight restaurants. They have a dinner for two every month for a year. We have a kid's package. How about this? A year's supply of breakfast or lunch at Chick-fil-A. People go out of their minds for that place. Dude, I would kill I don't for know that. you guys down there, but our lines up here are ridiculous. Um, a skateboard... Signed by Tony Hawk. Why are you laughing, Brent? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, right over your head, Ed. Right over <laughs> your head. What did I do wrong? Nothing, you nothing. You didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> You're fine. Okay. We'll, we'll tell you later. Yeah, um, we'll tell you later. So what was it about? What did you get from I'm Tony Hawk? Pro Model Skateboard by Tony Hawk. All right. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. And it's, and it's authenticated, too. So, I mean, there's going to be... Oh, wait, time out. The giant wheelbarrows, two of them, one filled with beer and wine and one filled with booze and some guitars in there as well. Well, I'm at the age where just the wheelbarrow kind of interests me. I need a new one. <laughs> My bolt keeps falling out of the one. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, you know, so, yeah, I'm going to look at those wheelbarrows. Um, yeah. And I, I, I want to tell everybody out there, before you come into the venue, you know, Get into the little cup holder, you know, scrounge up some change, you know, get underneath the uh, the car seat, grab some of them quarters, because uh, Fans of Motion will be offering a, uh, we're going to put Brent up for uh, an auction to win a date with him. So, uh, you know, uh, there you go. Um, this, was a, this was a family show. And now, it was, uh, you know, and 
and my wife probably won't mind. <laughs> Actually, she's going to. I mean, Ed, Ed already blessed her at Kettering, you know. <laughs> she's the one that gave me the idea. Um... <laughs> so anyway, so. Um... So, so I got to be a switch hitter for the night. Thanks, thanks a lot. <laughs> All right, so back to the family show. There'll be, uh, we'll have a bunch of the. Okay, I know a bunch of the police dogs are going to be out there, and maybe some SWAT vehicles. You know, the kids can jump on that and take pictures, or you know. The and, wives can or the girls, well, the and boyfriends. Base, and it is an all-ages event. Right. So yes. uh, there you go. You, I mean, how many times do you get a rock concert that you can take your kids to, but there's also other things to do, you know, the police dogs and the 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 SWAT vehicles and stuff. So, um, you know, you got that that as well. It'll be a fun time. It'll yep. be a good time. And Fans of Motion is going to be there, so you can come over and, uh, you know, bid on Brent and... Uh, get some. I'll laugh. Somebody throws a dollar at you, man. <laughs> hey, well, I'm gonna pick it up. It'll be, it'll be thirty-eight, thirty-eight cents and some old French fries being thrown at. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean it's gonna be a fun time. I mean it's one of those things we've talked about it all, you know, since spring. Right. Uh, it's mm-hmm. being being built up. It's you know everybody's going to be there from the fans of Motion page. We're going to have a table. Our favorite band's going to be there. It's a big event for you, Ed, and um, it's just it's going to be a good time. So uh, you know, and and the thing is, it's a great venue, and there's not a bad seat in the house. So if you're down front, get the seat down front. If you you know you don't have the extra spending cash, and you you know you get up in the uh, the kind of like where the 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 seating the, the is there's not a bad seat in that place no, so the place is so intimate that every seat is a good seat yep. it really is and hopefully they took advantage of being on that twenty dollar all in that Live Nation did so yep so uh, yeah, well, you know one thing I want to tell you I, I saw today come out uh, and somebody sent it to me and I and I confirmed it with Live Nation Cleveland it's false but it, there is no um, at least for my show yet there is no mask mandate or COVID um, vaccination proof mandate on our concert. Whether to say it might come down the line, but it came out yeah. today on, on, on the internet and somebody sent it to me and I double checked it and it's false. So right. you're seeing that. I'm bringing my card just in case because they just mandated it all down here in Cincinnati for all yeah. the venues that you have to show proof. And... and- just bring your card. I would just say bring your card with you, and right. keep it in the glove box. And the parking lot's right next door. If it's yeah. you know that way, if you're driving, just you got it, and you don't have to put it on your phone. You know, take yeah. a picture of it. That's what I. I mean, I have both with me because you never know when we're on the road. But uh, I, I tell everybody, keep it in their phone at least. Yeah, I'm gonna get mine laminated. I think. Well, I heard like, that's not good. Yeah, don't 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 do any lamination. Yeah, uh, I heard that's not good. Oh well. Well, because we get shredded then. Well, you know, just don't, you know, carry it in your back pocket. It's just like your Social Security card. You don't want to laminate it, uh, you know, because that's... I don't even carry that. Well, you're not supposed to. But anyways, what it is is people that forge them, they laminate them, and, you know, it helps protect it. And they, oh. a lot of places just won't take them if they're laminated. So... Um, what else? Dates? How about other dates? Hot Springs is coming up. We're playing Summerfest in Milwaukee. We're playing the Minnesota State Fair with George Thorogood. Well, uh, speak, why the sudden I always just got country on you. Speaking of uh, um, state fairs, Brent, what were you doing 36 years ago today? 
Oh, was it today? It was today. I was today. at the Ohio State Fair watching Night Ranger on the Seven Wishes tour. Meanwhile, Andy was trying to take a picture of a guy with dragon tattoos from his forehead down to his like kneecaps. And Andy kept trying to, like, it was funny. And you know how when people are trying to take a picture of something that's odd? And Andy doesn't remember any of this, by the way. He didn't drink, didn't do drugs. He just doesn't remember anything. He's trying to get a picture of this, this dude, and he's getting people to go, like, stand in that way. And finally, the guy just goes like this. <laughs> it's one of those like well yeah and, and here's the thing too is back then you know that's kind of normal now just seeing people with that many yeah. uh tattoos but back then uh not the norm and i was at the same show yeah. eight years old my grandmother took me to uh go see that show so it was august 18th 1985 Sunday. so we were all the shit that you guys know or remember blows my mind it was a Sunday. I came back that night okay, and went enough. to the Holiday Inn. I'm taking over this show. Enough. And I met and I and I was waiting for Night Ranger to come because they were playing here the next night. Right. Well, Neil Young's band comes in, so I got to meet all of Neil Young's band except for Neil Young. So you got Milwaukee so, Summerfest right. coming up. Have right. you have you been there with them when they've played that before? No, they played. I want to say maybe six eight years ago. I think they said mm-hmm. they played it. All right. Uh. You got St. Paul. Is that the state fair that you were talking about? St. Paul on um, September 4th? Yeah, Falcon Heights. I think it's you know, Bloomington area there. That's the state fair, yeah, in Minnesota. And then September 8th. Yep. Cleveland, Ohio. Then hot Springs, Arkansas. Oh, Hot, hot Springs, Arkansas. Uh, that's at the uh, at the casino yes. there, the uh, Oaklawn Casino, if I remember correctly. Yes. Um, and then the one here, this Columbia, Illinois, that's actually... Very close to St. Louis. Yes. So it's, it's a pretty cool uh, song for soldiers. It's a veteran yep. benefit. And um, there is a country concert the night before. So if you go, you can make a weekend out of it. I can't remember uh, who it is at the, at the moment. but uh, We have a private event. And then uh, Virginia, Mar- uh, Virginia, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then... Gonzales, Louisiana, at uh, Rockin' on the Bayou. September 25th. And then the next thing I got is your the weekend that we're going to be there celebrating celebrating uh, Brent's birthday. Nope. nope. Time what, out. What you got? Is this breaking news? Might be. Might um, be like everybody, so, including so the, the grand, band and management. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, <laughs> grand Junction, Colorado got rescheduled. So we're looking at uh, October 8th in Grand Junction. Uh, I know some people are going to be very happy about that. Do you want to, that's the one that was, was that the one that was canceled? Yeah, for the rainstorm. Mm-mm. No. That was Loveland. Loveland. That's Loveland. Oh, well, that, that's no. a different one. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. I, I remember Grand Junction now. So um, October 8th. um we'll keep it at that yeah so um so is that a saturday sunday that is a friday friday so um friday october 8th grand junction colorado um there you go uh and then uh there's a couple tentative dates but i don't want to say anything about um and then pigeon forge and then dixon yep those are the uh, Pigeon Forge, October 15th, and Dixon, Tennessee, October 16th. 
Dixon is right outside of Nashville. Um, right. So. Yep, we're um, all going to be at that show. Yep. Um, I'm going to be celebrating turning 53, and Jack's going to say, we're going to play Call My Name for that asshole out there. Um, well, he's going to say. I don't care what he says. He can call me anything he wants, as long as he plays Call My Name. You uh, would shit yourself if he did this. Oh, my God. I'd, I'd be um, like, I'm the asshole. That's me. I'm the asshole. The dick. I'm the dick. We will also put uh, Bryn up for auction at that show, too, so bring your pocket change. Um, yeah. Got to pay for the hotel. And now, then uh, working on Pleasanton, uh, California, for I believe it's the Alameda County Fair. Where I, I know it's it's on the my tentative book, but um, I believe it's going to be confirmed pretty quick. What and then that? the Kiss Cruise. Uh, yeah, don't do you still need twenty third of October again? Tentative. What's that Please date? Don't get on your keyboards and blow me up because it's not on What's the that website. date? October 23rd. October 23rd. Yeah. I know there's a lot of people out there wanting some California dates, um, so that'll make them happy. And then, uh, and I haven't had my phone ring yet for that Kiss cruise. You, you got my number, don't you? I do. I do. See, it's even Kiss. The last four digits are Kiss. Is it really? 5477. Five, seven, seven. Yeah. Easy, it spells Kiss. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, um, the Kiss Cruise. Call it right now. Gene Simmons will greet you on my voicemail. He's not lying, by the way. It's um, true. Prescott Valley, November 12th. That's still in the books? It's right now. All right. Well, that's a good answer. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that's actually opening up for Ario Speedwagon. So uh, that's probably where the uh, for now comes into it. Uh what do you got next? Let's see what you got in. Yeah, Wilkes Bear on there. Uh, no. November seventh. I do not have a November seventh. Again, don't take me to task on social media, you keyboard commandos. But you know, we're we're working through it. It's a it's a weekly process sometimes with everyone's rules state by state mm -hmm. and just yep. uptick whatever. You what was call it. what city was November seventh? Wilkes Bear. Pennsylvania. Ooh. Hold on. My wife. Hello? Hey, I'm on the phone. I'm doing a podcast interview right now. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay. no, she, she, heard, she heard about the... She's like, uh, like do support, guys? I'll call me back. Yeah, the uh, Wilkes-Barre. That's, uh, that's where the... I think the Philadelphia Phillies AAA Ball Club was there for a while. I'm not sure who's there now, but... Uh, Information you needed to know. So November. That's kind of it right now. There's a couple other things. Um, November. It might be a Florida show on the 20th, and then Georgia show on the 27th. All right. Yeah. The 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 the, the Georgia it, shows so on. Volatile. Yeah. Yeah. It goes up and down. The Georgia show on the 27th, Hiwa Sea or something like that. It's a. Uh, yeah. It's uh, November 27th. Those tickets are on sale. That's with Fog Hat. So. Uh, you know, keep an eye on Carl, um, and yeah. um, and the, you know the one I'm sure everybody's looking forward to is the Key West show in uh, January, and um, yeah. you got the uh, Lima Ohio show in January of 2022, and then uh, a show that was just announced not too long ago, the uh, Rock from the Heart Fargo, Fargo, North Dakota, February 12th, and then. San Antonio, you guys uh, are playing February 18th. 
Matt, so, the big rodeo, right? The big yes. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, like Styx is playing a couple nights before you guys, and then, you know, there's country acts. Cool. and um, They told me they played a rodeo one year, and they came out of the ceiling. The stage came out of the ceiling and then down. That's pretty wild. Yeah. Is, that a, is it a round stage? Uh-huh. There's some stage they do with it. It's like round, and they and they, yeah, they yeah. rotate around. That I don't know about, but yeah. Well, so yeah, that's that's the news of the day on uh, on shows. Did I mention we're going on the Kiss Cruise? You oh, you did. Uh, yeah, yeah, Brent's Brent's over there. Uh, um, Can you right. imagine him on that cruise? He would be a wreck. Oh no, I I think I'd be all right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd be all right. I just, you know, would get to see. I'd be all it's right. just so damn expensive. Well, you yeah. got to remember, you're, unfortunately, yes, it is. It, it's much more costly than it yeah. is normal. But you're paying for oh, I the know. experience, the ability to capture things you're never going to be able to do, you know? And I think, I, from what I understand, they do a really great job on that. I'll tell you all about it when I get back. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Brent, so if if you would just sell like your Creatures of the Night eight track and your unopened Kiss underwear, you'd probably have enough to to. Uh, I've got two packs of Kiss un- un- unopened underwear. So, well, he did have two three, packs. but he's probably wearing the other packs. No, no, so. no, they're off. They're female. I I, I don't have three. Uh, you know what? Um, anyways, let's keep this family uh, oriented. Yeah. All right. So so let me let me take over for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Please do. We need that. Let's ask you guys some questions. Okay. Let's go. This is totally off the cuff, by the way. We didn't rehearse this. No. Um, your, and we'll just keep this Night Ranger driven as far as I can go. <laughs> For you, Brent. Yep. What is your earliest recollection of Night Ranger? First show, what do you got? Earliest recollection would be the Don't Tell Me You Love Me single in video, of course. And then January 9th, 1983, at Nudie Arena in Dayton, Ohio, opening for Kiss on Kiss's last tour with makeup at the time. See, that's the thing. I hear all these great stories, and I'm like, shit, I didn't even like the band back then. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I remember walking in the door and seeing Kelly's drum set to the right of the stage, and I looked at Andy, and I went, what the hell is this? You know? I mean, we knew we, we were going to see Night Ranger, but we couldn't figure out why the drum set was on the side. And they had a big tank stage, and their car's drum set was on the turret. So we just figured the turret was too big, and they couldn't put the drums in front of it. That's why they put them to the side. That's what we were, you know. I was in eighth grade. Right. You know, what, what, what did I know? But, yeah, that's my earliest memory, and I'm going to Record Theater in Norwood and purchasing the vinyl. I bought the, I bought the vinyl copy. So, Josh, between the time you started... Uh, fans in motion to today. Did you ever think it would get to where it's at? Oh yeah, I mean, world domination was always um, my uh, my goal. And hold on, someone's calling. <laughs> hold on, it's hey, of all people, it's it's Jack Blades. Hey, dude. All right, I told you not to call me yeah. when I'm talking to Ed. I may call you back later. Um, so uh, I swear it's always something. Um, but uh. But yes, I I, I wrote oh, down. I, I got I got I got all right. I got Christian Cohen calling me here. <laughs> uh, no, uh, you know this started out as just uh, three guys uh, bullshitting about their favorite band, and 
Um, yeah, and it's just it's turned into uh, just something. It's a little bit surreal, and I sometimes have to, uh, you know, uh, pinch myself sometimes, or you know, or you know, like I, I tell a story of I don't know, I can't remember. I think it was, you know, I'm I'm shopping for hangers with my kid at Target, and something entered into my head like, oh shit, I got to call Kelly tonight at seven thirty. Okay, middle note, call Kelly tonight seven thirty. And I start pushing my kid, looking for more hangers, and I'm like, all right, stop. That's Kelly Kagey of Night Ranger. You just had to make a mental note to call. And it's just like, who would have ever thought that I'd be shopping for hangers needing to, you know, make a mental note not to forget to call him at whatever time we had we had planned. So, uh, yeah, it's a little surreal sometimes. And then, you know, we get Ed Pepe on here, too. It's... Uh, He's the guy. He's the mover and shaker. Yeah. No, I think I'm the glue sometimes. That's all. <laughs> well, if, crazy glue. If, if if Andy was here, what would he say, Brett? Well, I could. Well, Andy's recollection recollection would be because of me, yeah. because we went to the Kiss concert together, and, and I forced him to listen to Night Ranger, because I knew he'd love it. I can tell you a story about Andy really quick. He hasn't had a chance to share this. Last week was. A, was it last week, Josh? He went to the um, Rock and Pod Expo in Nashville, Tennessee. It's where all these podcasters come together, and a lot of rock musicians will come and do some interviews, and they'll put on a private show for for the for the uh, podcasters that night. And anyway, anyway, Andy walks in the door, and he's got this exact same shirt on, and instantly people were recognizing him. If they're yelling, yo, Night Ranger, Night Ranger. I'm telling Night you, you guys are monsters. And I had some, some guy slap me on the back at a show so hard, I was like, oh. Yeah. Nice fan you are, you know. Well, like, oh, my God, it's Ed. I'm like, are you serious? I'm really dealing with this right now. I will tell you this after we're done recording, but one person on, a, on one of the world's biggest podcasts, a person that's on this show, is a, turned out to be a Night Ranger fan. Andy was happening to go see this guy do his spiel, and he asked if he could come on our show. So we're trying to book him on our show. So, all because of the shirt, you know. And then when he looked at the shirt, he's like, that doesn't say Night Ranger. And Andy's like, no, I got a podcast. And the guy goes, that's what I love about podcasts, because you can talk about any freaking thing you want. Right. Well, that and, like... It's just so cool to bring a whole different dimension to the fans and how you do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, this. Oh, you can still rock in America. Yes. I tell you what, you know why I know this is, you know why I know this is a great country is because I don't think about when I go across bridges. Think about how many bridges you cross in a day and you don't think twice. I've been in some countries where I go across a bridge and I'm like, this is fucking how it ends. This yeah. is it. This bridge is how it's going to end. And we just hold on and hope we make it across. And that's why I tell anybody it's, you know, listen, you don't think about bridges. I've been in places where I think about bridges and, you know, people want to talk about taxes. I love paying taxes because I like going across bridges that I know that aren't going to fall, even though, you know, that's starting to happen in some states. Anyways, uh, let's talk okay. about. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Well, last, last question. Because it's been a popular segment of mine. 
what was in Ed's office. Now I'm in my hotel room and it's yeah. that much. So what is in Brent's office? Gosh, if I was in my old kiss room, I could really entertain you. I can show you the genesis of Josh and I's, I's friendship right now. <laughs> look at look at Josh scrambling. I got something here. We're like scrambling for shit. There you go. When Josh and I first met, we made a trade. And I had to have these box, these road cases, kiss road cases. Now, this would be a good marketing ploy for Night Ranger. Inside this is kiss vinyl. Okay? So you think about if Night Ranger could release <laughs> 2,500 of these cases, I'll get a cricket and print up the, um, the stickers, put on the road case just crooked, get all the vinyl repressed. That's that's five hundred dollar box set easy right there. But anyway, I traded Josh a Japanese box set for two of these cases, and now these cases. How much do these cases sell for a piece, Josh? Well, I sold my last one for twelve hundred, so you got me on that. Yeah. That with <laughs> records in it. Well, you got to remember, so, yeah. I had like twenty of those sitting in my in my basement, and I was just wanting to get rid of them because they weren't cases or records. Well, there was in, two, in 2018, I would buy the Kisteria. $2,400, uh, mind you. I would buy those, and I would with all this and I would part them out, and I would keep some of the rare stuff and make a little extra money. I, I bought 23 of those at one time and parted them out. I'm speechless. And that's so. your posters? Good God. Hey man, I was I was into I like making money, but uh. Yeah. <laughs> Here I'm going to send you one of these for your office, Ed. <laughs> Ed, you tell me I'm wrong. If this band could get together with Universal and do a cheaper road case. I mean, this is that's an Anvil road case. I, I I contacted Anvil and he'll have me have them build one for me because I didn't have twenty four hundred dollars for the box set. They built me the road case, but they wouldn't put the words "kiss" on it. <laughs> so, shortly after I spent three hundred fifty dollars for this, there's a website called Deep Discount, and Universal parted some of the returns back because they had damages or what have you, and I ended up getting the case off. DeepDiscount.com for $15 a month after I spent $350 on a custom case, and my wife just looked at me. So it was a good thing you blessed yeah. her. And that goes up there with my Japanese uh, uh, tour book. So you guys, wow. <laughs> I was a little speechless on that one. I didn't expect all this. Yeah, we, well. uh, we need, yeah, we, that's another thing, Ed, we need is uh, some uh, some Night Ranger tour books, buddy. Talk to the powers that be. And I've got some great pictures for Wabash. And Josh has got great pictures he took. I got to I've got I got the greatest picture of them all together on stage. It's gonna be in the next Japanese tour book. I feel it. I'll send it to you. Okay. It's it's amazing. <laughs> so uh well, that was fun, huh? That was a good one. Yeah, it was well, you in like... your office, Josh. <laughs> uh, I just I did. I showed Ed I told Ed I'm getting one of these. Oh, the poster. Yeah, there's more, but um, like I said, everything, everything's boxed up for the most part, except for my records. Yeah. 
I've got my pinball machine. Uh, you know, I would have had everything. I'm like, oh, check this out. Here's my Kiss condoms. You know, here's my Kiss this. Do you have a Kiss pool table? Uh, I'm sorry, you have a Kiss pinball machine? Yeah, I have the original Kiss pinball machine. In 1988, well, back in the 80s, I dated a girl, and her best friend's dad was a vendor. He worked on, well, he, he worked on machines. Girl and I broke up. A year later, her best friend calls me and says, do you still want to kiss pinball machine? I went, God, yeah. Well, my dad's got one. He said he'd sell it to you for two hundred dollars. You ran over there. Oh, he, he brought it to my house. He charged me ten dollars to deliver it, and and it's great. I mean, it, it, actually, it needs some board work on it. One of the one of the the circuits. I got a guy. I got a guy. He's in Cleveland though, but I got a guy. Is he? Well, I can send him my boards up, take them off the back, and he can rewire them or whatever. Wow. But yeah, so I got two hundred and ten dollars, and that thing sells for what about six thousand dollars now, Josh? Well, you were you were lucky that you were a hardcore fan during their down years when you could buy all <laughs> that shit. Um, so wow, that's yeah. insane, man! You guys are like, oh shit, what am I gonna get? <laughs> so so, um, so I'm gonna be hanging on the side of the boat when he's going off. <laughs> what's that? That is. I don't have one of those, one of those yet. Um. What's your uh, what's your what's your favorite track off the new record there, Ed? Um, I would say "Hero." Can't afford a hero yet. I would say "Bringing Out Home" and probably, I mean, "Breakout" because it's just the popular one. And, and honestly, and I'm I'm being truthful to this to to the core, I've not heard every song yet. Even the, all the access I have and all the power I have, I've not heard all of it yet. Um, I believe um, I'm getting a shipment here sent to the hotel tomorrow. So I will, uh, and, you know, they'll start being available at venues and whatnot. And I believe some ATPBO um, merchandise is coming quickly. Yeah, they put a couple uh, shirts on the uh, on the website. Yeah. So there is some new stuff um, right. on there. Um, now, is do you have an evil twin? Because I noticed in the credits, there's an Ed Repepi and an Ed Repepi. So, uh, you know. I have, the, I have the coolest name, but I have the worst name sometimes. Uh, yeah, I guess some of my band members don't know how to spell my name, I guess. Well, at least they thought of you, you reckon. Yeah. Uh, that's the, uh, that's the yeah. important thing. Um, but, uh, so yeah, um, new night ranger, 2021. Now we just need to get Brad's solo record out. Kelly's done. Get Jack working on one. Um, we'll be good to go. And then, you know what? You've got, a. I know you got some drum kits at home. Uh, Ed, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, the, uh, Ed Repepi experience can be formed. And I'm still waiting for the movie offer. Hey, well, I, I have a, I have a, I have a way to tie in your cooking with your drumming. But we're gonna have to, we're gonna, we're gonna have to fast forward you playing in an arcade, Fruit Ninja. You know what Fruit Ninja was? Where you move your hands and you cut the fruit that's being thrown at you. Okay. Where your rhythmic patterns were so good, it, it made you want to cook. But that's what taught you how to play the drums. Speaking of arcade. Do you remember the? You remember the, the the um the video game um like like USA Olympics or Olympics? Remember that one, 
where you would like go real fast and you jump and hurt. Track and field. Track and field. I used to kick everyone's ass because I could play the drums and destroy everybody. And you always got yelled at by the arcade person. Don't hit it so hard. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just hit him so fast. You know, my paradiddles came in the hand. I mean, I would just cruise past people. Well, that... I, have, I have that downloaded on Xbox, and I can't do it with my, with my thumbs. So I've got to literally get my leg up and put my foot on the controller so I can smack it and hold it in place. It's crazy. Uh, hey, the... have, have we talked since you guys came out to Wabash? No, I haven't. I just saw you in Kettering for a brief moment. Right. And but that we was haven't it. talked on, online, right? Or a podcast, right. right? Josh, how about Brent's reaction when Richie goes, you want to get up on the kit and take a picture? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Like a kid in a candy store. Well, you yeah. know, you and know. Then, and then as I'm sitting down right here, don't play it. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm not defeated. I'm still happy. Well, you know, I was all nervous because I'm like watching him. I'm like, all right, take small steps, you know. And then I mean, we, Rich is like, you want to get up there? And you're like, huh? <laughs> it took a minute. Well, then uh, we went over to the keyboards and he's oh, like, I was going to jump on that. He was going, he's like, take my picture. I'm like, nope, get down. <laughs> like, that wasn't part of the deal. Let's get away from it. Yeah. Don't let dad see you touch it. <laughs> um, oh, I will be on the keyboards. I will be so, there. So being um, being a drummer is what you was the key to being good at track and field. I asked yeah. Ed uh, before we got on. What... Oh my God! Look at him! You're ridiculous! Look at this. There you go. I think I took that picture, didn't I? No, I think I I, you did? I didn't. Okay, I was yeah. next to you then. I was. Uh, um... Oh, here, here's a cool thing. So, Brent, go to your left. Left. Okay, stop right there. Nope, other way. Oh, your left. left. There you go. My left. Yeah. Go a little more that way. Go stop. If you see in the corner there, on the cape? You see the Batman logo? Yep. Yep. That's in honor of Todd. That's yep. never left our side. That was on Todd's chair the day he passed away. And I took it and I said, here, this needs to stay up on stage. And that is always out every time we play. Yep. And yeah. And that I, even I, went to Japan with us. I could see it real good in Kettering. I was yeah. telling my wife, I was like, I'm like that, you know. She's like, okay, you yeah. know too much. I'm like, well, I know too much just because, you know. Yeah, I no, took a, no. and I also took a few pictures of it, uh, yeah. maybe at that show, just to, just a little, just a little tidbit, to, well, you know, ode to Todd. It's his birthday this past week, so. I think that's what you know. Again, just makes the There's whole the thing makes everything even better. Just you know, everybody gets along and. Um, yeah. that sense of family and, um, sure. So, yeah. uh, well, well, like, like I said, you know, I was telling people that, uh, you know, a lot of people, if you listen to the last podcast that, uh, Ed owned restaurants is, uh, one of the most well-known chefs in Cleveland, Ohio. And, uh, I asked him, I go, what's the one, what's the, what's the one secret piece of equipment that you need to be a good chef? I did not expect a Ronco Vegematic to come mm. out of his Shit. mouth. He said that's the key to having, uh, you know, any good dish. So there you go. I don't know if there's uh, still. It was either that or a sap chop. Um, so the George yeah. Foreman grill, damn it. Yep. Did you ever? Did you guys ever hear the story? Hulk Hogan 
had the option of doing the grill or the shaker, and he chose the shaker, and George Foreman got what was left over the grill. And, what was uh, the shaker? Was it a salad shaker like, or something? I think it was more like a no, drink. No, I think it was, yeah, yeah. It was a protein shaker. Yeah. yeah, something like okay. a protein shaker. So, um, yeah. So there you go. But, uh, but well, you know. Well, that was fun. Yeah. Anything else we need to touch on? I think we did, we did everything we wanted to do. And, yeah. And, and listen, I appreciate you guys really trying to push the uh, the show. It's selling well. There's still good seats left. Um, I think a lot of people are just waiting to see after the holiday, the weather, you know. Yeah, and and honestly, Night Range is a big walk-up crowd, anyways, and it's a Wednesday night on a, in the middle of Cleveland, and you know the end of summer, beginning of fall. So hopefully, we'll see a nice crowd, and we can buy some dogs, and people can get some walk away with some good I- items. And what is September evening weather usually like in Cleveland? It could be snowing, or it could be humid as hell. Get out. Mm-hmm. Well, I would a- say that you're going to be comfortable with a pair of you know. Cargo shorts and a shirt, and bring a windbreaker with you. And they, I mean, they sell at you know these concerts now. They all got little bars in there. So if if it's yeah. chilly, just go buy some Jack Daniels. That'll well, we've, uh, got, we've got. Sorry, we'll, go ahead. That'll I'll warm. I'll that'll warm you up. Uh, plus, like the venue is covered. Uh, it's got that canopy. So if it does rain or snow <laughs> in Cleveland, um, uh, there you go. I can uh, tell you that Dave Nadelman from Florida, he and his daughter are flying up. Get they, out of here. Are you they serious? just booked their flights last week. And we have the the, the Shapin' Chapins from Pittsburgh. They got their $20 tickets. They're coming over from Pittsburgh. Um, and they, I was talking to both of them Saturday. And they're kind of worried about the COVID thing. You know, I could, you know, God, I hope I don't get up there. And then they, I'm like, well, hey, you get to meet us. <laughs> well, I can tell you right now that my show is not um, – how do I put this so I don't get myself in trouble? Nobody's requiring anything right now for our show. Yeah. I'm just happy to be – I'll be in Cleveland, and when I use the restroom, I'm only going to have to flush once because here yeah, – because down oh, here okay. in Columbus, I have to flush twice since it's so far to Cleveland. <laughs> I'm here all week. Try the veal. Oh, <laughs> God, that's kind of like that old. I should be. I have. should be in Vegas opening up for Shecky Green. He realized he's coming to Cleveland, and he's busting ball jokes like this. <laughs> yeah, you know, like like like. I'm not responsible for what happens to you. What's What's the difference between women and trash in Kentucky? Listen, the trash gets women... taken out once a week. <laughs> And now we just lost our Kentucky listening base. Well, I couldn't yes. say Cleveland because I didn't want to lose our, Make uh, you know. Sure, our yeah. disclaimer that Night Ranger has no responsibility of what goes on on the Fans in Motion podcast. This is no, the no. official Night Ranger podcast, paid fully by Jack Blades. Man, um, you are just like, now here comes, this shit's not going to be on time podcast. <laughs> oh, I bet it will. The editing starts. <laughs> yeah. I'll call Jack back when I'm good and ready. Um, but, uh... <laughs> you want to know my dilemma? My wife. The air conditioning on my brand new SUV is not working again. Mm. Neither are the seats. They don't feel cold. That was a, This car's been in four times for this stuff. 
right? And it's so technology. It's just there's so much technology on this car. It's ridiculous. I'm not going to say what it is, but it's like it doesn't work, and it's a German car. Anyways, uh, here's here's the second dilemma. Does our hotel room have a K cup machine? She's coming here tomorrow night. You know, spend a weekend. Yeah. That's that's the second question. Is does our does our room have a K cup machine? We have a Starbucks downstairs, and she's worried about a K cup machine. God bless her. She's an amazing mom. But she's worried about a cake. Yeah, she doesn't shake them and feeds them when they're hungry. <laughs> oh my lord! Well, that's that's the keys, dude. Next week's a holiday, man. The kids go back to school. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh my kids! My mind started yesterday. I saw that. Oh, I guess you did. What? Uh, what? We got we we touched on everything. Uh, do you guys? I mean, do we talked about the War of eighteen twelve yet? I can talk a little bit about that. No. Just remember that you feel safe when you go over a bridge. Yeah, definitely, man. I mean, thank. I tell you, you what. Get an extra pair of underwear. Go to Brent's house. Yes, he has the uh, the women's kiss panties. But they're sealed. They're sealed in a in a kiss. They've never been opened. Bring a knife. Or a Long story yeah. short, I got a part time job in the late '90s at Spencer Gifts just so I could get a discount on my kiss stuff. Yeah, you need him on the kiss cruise. Um, and. and and Can I used to see that. He'll be hocking. He'll need an extra case just to get on board. He'll be hocking stuff. Yeah. There you go. Like I'll no, be like, I'll be like, bring shit on board with you and sell like, it, and you can make money. Like, bro, yeah, well, why do you got this? They have, they have the vinyl people, and they come and they all make trades, and they bring them all on the cruise, and they meet up and they they trade their vinyl. Yeah, Brent. Brent's wife's come like, why'd you bring all this trash back? And you're like, well, that is the straw wrapper from Eric Singer. That's damn straight. <laughs> That and you and I could do the Eric Singer drum off. We could, we could compete in that together. I'll let you win. He's pretending like his audio is not working now. Look at him. No. <laughs> That's an yeah. old trick I used to do. Um, I, I was trying to look something up real quick for you. Go ahead. Say it again. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah, you, we could do the Eric Singer drum off together. I'll, you know, I'll let you win. You know, we can have a good time. They they have from what I understand they have all night bacon so you can go into the into the 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 dinner area or whatever the food area and get bacon whenever you want it now that that's a cruise right there what's bacon bacon mm. my favorite my my favorite story about the cruise is Craig Gass the comedian yeah. he and I think he's going to be at this one you're at um, Ed he does an impersonation of Gene Simmons sounds just like him right and he right. got on the the ship's intercom and basically said that the ship was sinking, but for 500, you know, for $5,000, you can well, get they had the, three packages. They yeah. Three packages, three packages to, get, to get off the ship. And he's saying it like he's Gene Simmons, you know, so people think it's Gene Simmons for $5,000. You get the diamond package where you get an autographed lifeboat and all this stuff. Yeah. And then for, you know, so people actually, he got in trouble for yeah. it because people actually thought, it was Gene Simmons and the ship was going down. But, um, oh my God. yeah. For... Well, listen, if the three of you and you get a guest go on, want to go on this cruise ship, it will cost you $865. Plus for... airfare. Dude, we turn yeah. and burn, man. We fucking, we, we fucking if hop in a cargo van and we just 16 hours. You're there. Biggest thing yeah. is you probably need a passport. Four hours each one of you to drive. Yeah. Or the three of you go, and it's 1087 
Dude, you get like, a, you get a couple of toss of turnarounds, swallow a couple of those, man. Hell, we'll be up for three days. <laughs> go go over any bridges. God, <laughs> three days smelling each other's farts, and oh man. Now, do you need a passport for this, Ed? You do. Yes. To yeah, get off the, I think you can go, but you can't get off no. the boat. No, no. Oh, no. I see. I don't have a passport. I, I'd have to get one quickly. Well, how in the hell you? If shit hits a fan, how are you going to leave the country? You need to start thinking about shit, dude. I know people. I can get you one. It costs you three, four, five hundred bucks more, but I can get you one. You always mm-hmm. need two. You you don't you get you know regular one, but you know you also need you know you also need the ringer too. This is now officially off the record shit. I mean, <laughs> and you know we also need to do a good. I mean, this is actually we're going to talk about. Uh, we need to get some of these prov- professional musicians from the 80s to give us tricks on how to get narcotics over you know country lines what's some of the best tricks um i'll work on that uh, that's stuff oh, hey, we... you know what's going on this weekend in vegas too is SummerSlam with wwe oh yeah everybody's talking about night ranger but nobody's talking about the macho man Greg the Hammer Valentine going to be there? Wow. I don't even have an answer to that. Should we say goodnight to everybody at this point? Like, or a honky like, tonk man? Honky tonk man, greatest intercontinental champion there ever was. Um, Jimmy Superfly Snooker? That wasn't a big yeah, super. I was, Jimmy Snooker. I was a Jimmy Snooker fan. You know who I was a fan of? Buzz Sawyer. That <laughs> was before my time. I was going to say maybe Adrian Adonis, but. Uh, um, Ooh, good night, good night, Irene. Uh, now, when I I was junkyard dog, macho man, and then my favorite tag team was the British Bulldogs. I, I was just gonna say I like the I like Davy Boy Smith. Yep. Um, Jimmy Snuka. Yeah. Uh, Piper. I no, like you were Coke. You were a Coco Beware guy. No, I was. Yes, I I'm telling you, Piper you were. Was fun. The and, fabulous um, Freebirds were good. Missing Link, you got a little AWA, maybe. Um, Kamala. Uh, Kamala. Akeem, the it... African Dream. Um, the Tonga Kid. Red what, Rooster. Polynesian guys or what, man? He liked... No, no, I'm just thinking of different names at this oh. point. You think Vince McMahon just sits there and goes, yes. You know what I mean? Like, what, what, what crack is he on that he just pulls shit out of his ass like that? Making the money. Um, anyways, let's uh, let's let's uh, let's let's reel this in. And uh, Ed, thank you for joining us. Uh, Night sure. Ranger talk. Appreciate it. Some it uh, social commentary. Um, am, I the, am I the first one to be officially on twice now? Negative. Uh, Kelly, Eric, David oh, Lauser. Um, who else? Yeah. Gary uh, Moon. Gary Moon's been on a few times. Uh, um, Eric, okay. yeah, Eric Levy basically, you know. Oh yeah, Eric, we got a direct link to Eric Levy's yeah, he, house. He basically owns part of the joint. Um, but uh, uh, but yes, with you guys scrambling when I said what's in your office, you're like. Well, soon all this will be on the uh, on the wall there. Um, I'm gonna have something really, really extra cool next time you come on. Hey, uh, and um, if you notice, 
Brent is wearing his Night Ranger necklace. Ed, we need to get you one. We need to get you on board wearing the Night Ranger necklace um, while you're uh, working at the shows. I got to do it on the podcast, you know. Yeah. You're missing it. And we need to get Jack to wear one again, too, just to get us yeah. back to the 80s yeah. feel. Tell him it makes him look 20 years younger. Yeah, tell him that, Ed. Can you tell him that for us? Sure. Yeah, that, that'll go over great. Anyways, uh, this episode uh, is all over I'm the place. I say, the guys in Fans in Motion said you look 20 years younger with your necklace on. Which I would think. Andy did. Andy no, I would tell him then, but I don't think you should wear it because if that was the case, then you would look nine. 20 years younger because he's only 29. Oh. Jeez. Some, yeah. On that note. Yeah. Some Cleveland and Cincinnati math, man. I, I saw smoke coming out of those ears. We need, when, we need, to, we need to close this yeah. segment up. Like yeah. 10, 9, 8, or don't, 5, 4, 3. Don't ask Britt and, Andy to, or Britt and Ed to carry the two. Um, all right, guys. Hey, I got to take my shoes off to count to 20. Give me a break. <laughs> Ed, thanks for joining us. Talking hey, a little thanks, Night guys. Ranger. Hey, and if you see Ed out there. Um, say hi to him and just remember the way we say, Ed, we appreciate everything you do is to slap him really hard on the back. All right. (laughs) And not just Pat. Have a good day. Hey, Ed, we'll talk to you later, buddy. All right. Bye-bye. And there you have it, Ed Ripepe, a fan favorite, a fan's emotion favorite. Ed, we always love when you come on. I can't thank you immensely um, for me and the guys for what you do for this page. So thank you very much. I hope you all enjoyed it. Josh, thoughts? Prayers? (laughs) I'd like to thank uh, Robin for joining us. Uh, So is it, so it's Rock and Robin, right? Tweet, yeah, tweet? Rock and Doc and Robin, Rock and Robin. So, so Never. if you had to, <laughs> if you had to pick one, who would you pick, Def Leopard or Dokken? As a number one favorite. Yeah. Oh, Def Leopard, no question. <laughs> uh, all right. How about let me think this, uh, Joe Elliott or <laughs> Jeff Pilson? Joe Elliott. Oh my lord. <laughs> Um, I thought these. I know you. George like... Lynch, George Lynch, or Phil Collins. George it's, Lynch. It's George Lynch, yeah. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> because what Phil Collins has done is, since he was not an original member of the band, he carried on that tone that Steve Clark and Pete Willis put down early on. So that's what Phil Collins has given to, and plus the guy never ages. I mean, he's built like a brick shit house. He always walks around with a shirt on. He's eighty years old and he's muscles. You know. Yeah, I mean, I guess if I, you know, had that body, I probably wouldn't wear a shirt either. But you I mean, know. George Lynch is kind of like that too, though. Well he, yeah. well, he used to be really built. He's yeah, you know. But there was probably some some steroids involved in that one, though. Yeah, uh, you know, you don't. Uh, you don't get now. See, Phil, he's got the money and the time where he can dedicate 
a lot of time to working out. You know, in the mid nineties, well, his fitness routine is nice. Yeah. In the, in the yeah. mid nineties, I just don't believe George Lynch had that money and time to dedicate. <laughs> so if you don't, you're not getting cut like that. Well, he he, was, he had a teenage a... son supposedly. When they were, yeah. I guess, this kid was playing football and he's in the weight room with him. But I I had heard there was some extra help involved too. You know, yeah. so unless you're able to lift full time, you're not getting cut. <laughs> like that at all i mean yeah. it just ain't happening um either some steroids or some hgh <laughs> somewhere in there which if shoot he, he how many home runs do you think he could have hit back then right. think about it sounds like so much time invested <laughs> in well, you know back in that that those days we oh, hit sammy well. sosa mark, mark mcguire well, and they were both on the juice and just home run i get run, it run. I, I mean you know <laughs> if you're hitting the gym all the time i get wanting to do steroids or hgh i mean it's just you can only get so big and that just pushes you <laughs> to the next level and um you know you can only you know creatine's not going to do it <laughs> so uh creatine will do a little bit but not much um all right so robin uh what so you watched i know one thing talking to you you had discovered the podcast and you went through in order and watched them all and yeah. now you're caught up right i'm actually about halfway through this past week's episode so what? right about when you guys are starting <laughs> your lists <laughs> but uh pretty much yes <laughs> well they Every kind episode. of go on forever so you know at times you know so do you have a do you have a favorite like episode where like someone we interviewed or you know the one you know where Andy tries on the shirt? Uh, you mean Andy? Andy, yeah. Remember he tried on that tight shirt. What should it be, Phil Collins? There's not many. Uh, I mean, I laugh a lot, but yeah, there's not many moments where I distinctly remember laughing so much. That was definitely one of those. <laughs> were they, uh, do we have a cramp one? Did we get a cramp one on tape? We had a cramp one. We, I think we've had two. Uh, <laughs> that was at the end of one. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you can't go wrong with Andy's, um, Andy's cramps. The best, the best shit is the stuff we have to leave on the... Uh, the cutting room floor um <laughs> you know mostly brent's <laughs> slip of the tongues so. we need like a first 50 episode blooper reel <laughs> oh, well. like a season one blooper reel <laughs> yeah yeah i went to introduce something and i went to say a word that was similar to the word i was i meant uh, to say and i forget it. what it was it was something like the word that, the, the word the word you were replacing was armageddon yeah what did i say I'm not going to say it. Uh, I don't even know what I said. But me and Andrew are just like, what? Like, how the fuck do you confuse that with that? Anyways. Oh. Yeah, I, I said something like the Holocaust or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, I do remember. Oh, by the way, did, did anybody catch the um, Edward Pepe um, remark when he's talking about Chick-fil-A? And Josh was a little smart ass. I, I'd kill for it. <laughs> Well, that's, that's, you, you did edit that, didn't you? I haven't edited it yet, but, you know, I will. Anyways, that was an edit that 
I just played off of. But you know, that's beautiful. That's how it works. <laughs> Robin, thank you for uh, joining us. Uh, no problem. I'm going to take a picture of this and send it to Andy. And, <laughs> uh, but I will say, I will answer your question really quick, though. One of my favorite moments. Um, well, one of the first, I think the first one I watched all the way through and got out of order a little bit was when Eric came on to do the 13 Fitz riffs. Yeah. And then he did that night she sleeps, and I kind of... Uh, I'm like, I just want to remember what that is. So if I don't remember how to play it, like, I just want to know how to play it. And then I did that. And my favorite interview, though, was David Lauser talking about Fitz when he first meets him. It's, Fitz is just legendary. <laughs> yeah. He talks about meeting Fitz playing bass with different color strings, like the one top strings green, the other strings yellow, the other one's orange or something, and it was fretless. And I'm just like, the dude's a genius. <laughs> it's wow, so cool I, to I, know stuff like that. <laughs> I appreciate you watching the David Mouse just because some people are missing so much by going so past much. someone they might not recognize their name or what have you, because the guy is just a book of information between... Fitz, Hagar, I mean, and he just lived a lifetime. Uh, it, it's, it, yeah, so thank you. Thank you for listening to those. Yeah, he's so young, too, to be thrown into all that. Like, what, he was what saying he was 17 or something when he was doing that with me? Yeah. Not even out of high school. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. Lowser was, uh, Lowser's a good guy. Um, I just saw he was posting some stuff on his social media with his family not too long ago so hopefully he's mm -hmm. getting more involved with that um but robin thank you for joining yeah. us uh if you're out there listening go to you know hopefully you're listening to us on or watching us on youtube click the subscribe button it only takes a second and it warms my heart uh you can go to the fans and we have the YouTube links there, MP3 on there. You can also click on one of the links, and it has links to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Audio Mac, Pandora, and iHeartRadio. Make sure you go to the Facebook page, Fans in Motion. Um, we also go to Instagram and uh, Twitter and follow us a uh, lot of cool and unique stuff especially on twitter that uh we share on there so there you go brentree take us out and there you have it i don't know what to say here because normally andy takes us out here and, I, and i'm i've got a pee by this point usually thank you for watching go to all those places josh told you to go to robin you're awesome thank you for being my eyes so are you both <laughs> Anytime, Brent. You're the best. <laughs> Josh, sorry I'm not going to see you next week with the Paul Stanley COVID deal. Probably not going to happen. So right, until then. I didn't even care hey, if we were in the same arena. I didn't plan on meeting up with you. Oh, bullshit. You were going to hug me and everything else. Come on now. Anyway. Play nice. Motion, thank you very much. <laughs> Have a good week, everybody. Later. Later.